Welcome to Her Growth Podcast. Are you looking to get off the hamster wheel and find your way? Her Growth stems from women growing every day in this new world that we're living in, providing a community to learn, grow, and gain knowledge to help make us a better version of ourselves. I'm your host, Nadine Alvarado. And I'm your host, Sierra Brito. We have created a platform amongst us women who are going through similar situations in life, having discussions to help us grow, gain knowledge, and connect and build in our own personal growth. Now let's jump into the episode. All right. Today's topic is how do you find the right time to talk about what's on your mind? Yeah. Difficult conversations. Uh, (laughs) Uh, Things that you kind of need to calm down before you just jump in. You know, those conversations that you question yourself, like, do we need to have this heavy topic or can it wait? And I think it all depends on the situation. It all depends on the person just to jump right in, you know, like I've had conversations where, you know, someone will just ask you out the blue, are they ready to have a conversation? And you are kind of put like caught off guard. And instead of like, okay, well, I'm not ready to talk about it right now. Sometimes you're just kind of like, okay, well, well, let's, let's talk. And I think it's good to really try to take your personal feelings out of the of the topic at first like don't get too emotional kind of really listen to hear what the other person is saying uh without having like defensive like or feel like you've been attacked I think like just hear them out I think is a good way to deal with difficult conversations and then take the time to to approach a situation and it's a difficult situation. I try to give myself a good five minute grace period to say, hey, let me take the time, breathe before I just kind of snap and respond. Uh, I don't know, like, I feel like this thing is frozen. I cannot hear you. I can see you. Maybe we need to call each other back. I, I was like talking and then you like froze. So I don't know. For a long so time. I think to play off of like to say what you were saying is is important to really listen, to process, to not let the emotions get the better of you. Because sometimes I don't know about you, but I know sometimes I have a tendency to say things out of emotion. And especially before when I was younger, I would be upset. And so I would say things out of anger or out of spite or whatever it might be. And in order to kind of prevent those harsh words like that saying goes like your words can be very harsh that can hurt you more than emotions words can really affect somebody and I think by you taking the time to process it and to speak about it when you're ready is going to really help any situation even whether it's good or bad because sometimes there's good things that you want to talk about and you're just you're so excited but you're not ready to talk about it yet or a bad situation where you want to have a conversation with like your friend or your partner or your family. And you just know it's a topic that's a little sensitive or that you're emotionally not ready to have that conversation with them because you don't want to know what their reaction might be or you're, you know, their reaction and you're not ready to deal with the reaction. So there's a lot of different things, but definitely, like you said, is 
a huge thing to do is to basically wait until you're ready. Um, Because even if somebody approaches you and tells you, like, are you ready to talk? If you're not ready, then say, no, I'm not. Because I have not been able to process it and calm down about it. Yeah. Because you being caught off guard and they're cornering you, like, are you ready to talk about it? It's still not fair. Both parties need to be ready. And sometimes you need to do that too. Are you ask somebody else, like, are you ready to talk about it? And sometimes they'll say yes. And sometimes they'll say, no, I'm not. I'm like, okay, well, let me know when you're ready. But the conversation definitely needs to be had. And that's as you grow older and you become more mature about situations, you understand the importance of conversations. I know that's a huge thing for me, especially now in the adult relationship that I'm in. Conversation and communication is key to a lot. It's key to the happiness, to be honest. And I seen, I seen that as I grew up and I realized that I didn't communicate a lot of times with previous relationships and I let things just kind of roll over on me and not say anything, not speak up. I've learned lessons. So now when I'm upset or something bothers me, I bring it up and we talk about it and we move forward with it or we decide what we're going to do about it. Mm-hmm. Even when it comes to friendships, friendships for me, it's a little harder because sometimes you look at it from one perspective and you're not looking at it from theirs. So it is good to have those conversations, but you have to have them on the right time because you're with your partner. Usually, I mean, for myself, I'm, I live with him every day. So it's a lot easier to have those conversations, but when you're with a friend, you don't see them that often. You only see them like once a month or whenever you get a chance. So it's hard to find that right time. Mm -hmm. But if you're really good friends and there's something that you really need to talk about, you might want to have that conversation. It might not be easy, but it, it definitely needs to something that needs to come off your chest if that's what's bothering you. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes it's not, you make these whole stories up in your mind of what yeah. you think you do. Yeah. And the whole scenario. <laughs> yeah. And you're so affected by your feelings are so hurt. And at the same time, that's not what it is on the other person's like agenda, or that's not what it is on the other person's uh, thought process. Like they are not thinking that way or they don't feel that way. I had an example where I had a friend who uh, she felt that I guess I was more on, on one side of the fence than another. It was like a group of friends and she felt like I had to make one of my friends like, kind of like, I don't want to say like scold, like calm her down, but she's like very loud and she her she has like a very big personality. So she felt like I needed to sit next to her to calm her down. So she's not loud and she's not, you know, all this crazy stuff at the table. And the, the, and in actuality, that wasn't the case. I basically like missed her. I haven't spoke to her in a long time and I wanted to catch up and, you know, have all these good discussions. So I was like, Wanting, and that's the person that I haven't seen in a long time. So I wanted her next to me. And then we had, my friend and I had the conversation and she's like, oh, like, I didn't know that. Like I took it differently. So I just want everyone to kind of really sit and can map out like, there's different scenarios. There's different, people have different feelings. Like your feelings are valid to you. You know, your feelings make sense to you. And then not all the time they make sense to other people. And And if you're in a heated situation and you're ready to like talk it out, maybe that's not the best time. Like you said, like when you become more mature and you know yourself enough and know your triggers, 
then you can have more of a of an of a like a grasp on how you react. Like you have control, you have the power of your reality, you have the power of what comes out of your mouth. Like you have the power, so own your power and don't let uh, other people's opinions, our ideas, our fears, our anything kind of push on you for you to react in a negative way. So that's why having those conversations, like difficult conversations, just make sure it's the right time. Like you're in the right mindset to have the conversation. Yeah. And to kind of talk about what you said, sometimes what I've also noticed within myself, there are things that might trigger me. And what I mean by that is I'm a person that's very much a planner. I like to, I go with the flow, but I like planning. I like to know what's ahead of me a little bit and to kind of prepare and plan things. And there's other people who are not. And like, you know, for me, I'm like, oh my, and I start stressing about it, but I've learned to just like, F it, let's go flow. Like, let's just go with it. But it was hard in the beginning, like when I was younger, because I was raised, like, you can't be late, like always getting, you know, disciplined because of that. And so it was something that I always had in the back of my mind. But as I get older and you become involved with other people in friendships, families and stuff, and you're like, dude, you're so running late. Like, you know, and you're like, well, we'll leave without you and we'll meet you there. You kind of grow up about it. But sometimes like those things get boiled up inside. And if you don't learn how to mentally talk to yourself and say, hey, it's not a big deal. It has nothing to do with you. Like how you said, is this something they're going through because whatever their situation may be. So you just got to let it go and you'll get there when you get there and you'll figure it out and we'll go with the flow and we'll make the best of it. That's yeah. something that I feel that as we get older, we become better. At. I mean, I know for myself, I became a lot better at that because it was hard in the beginning, but definitely listening to other people and not taking what everybody, like you said, to heart, because sometimes it could just be nothing to them. Like, what do you mean? I didn't even know I said that to you. Like, I, I thought it was a joke or something that could have, you know, you said a comment and it hurt their feelings. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what, what do you mean? What happened? Like, what, what did I say? But that's when maturity comes and say, Hey, let's have a side conversation after the fact, not in front of the big group and just say, you said this. And I told you that in confidence and I didn't appreciate you telling everybody. And then it's like, Oh, now I get what happened, but you held your emotions in and you had that hard conversation because you had to fight into that person. Yes, different so scenarios. Holding your emotions in. I think holding your emotions in is a huge thing. Yes, it is. It's very valid. It's very important because you don't want to just go off on a rant and embarrass yourself because then you're going to, the next day you're going to wake up and say, why did I just do that? Why did I have to show my ass? Why did everyone in in wherever I was around, you know, uh, see me from a place of ability? Because I feel like that's what it is. You don't have to, when you're emotional, I I don't think you're, you're, you're that logical. No, definitely not. Your emotions, they become, your emotions trigger thoughts that don't even really are part of reality. Like when I'm mad about something, like I'm thinking like a whole story in my head with drama and dramatics. And I'm like, 
did I just watch a show with that? <laughs> like, is that where I got that from? Or you start I, answering I, your own questions. <laughs> and I'm just like, well, if he says this, I'm going to say this. And if this happened, this, and it's just like, that. <laughs> and then when he actually, we had that conversation, he says one thing and I'm like, wait, I was oh. that. like, hold on. That wasn't part of any of the five scenarios that I had in my head. <laughs> so when you, when you let those emotions and you kind of listen, and sometimes there is times where you might need to, I would say vent or tell somebody else your story, who you trust. Like you said, like the psychiatrist or I mean, a therapist or whoever it might be a friend for me. Like sometimes like I'll call you say, Hey, I have this on my shoulders. Like, I want to say this. I want to speak about it. Do you think it's the right time? And then other people will give me advice to say, yeah, you know, maybe you should go about it this way. And that's like, we had to discuss that one time where it was that friend who, you know, mistreated me in my eyes and I was like I feel this kind of way and you're like well maybe it's because of you know she has things going on so how about you reach out to her this way so I did and then that's when it came full circle and you know I got that the response from her that you had anticipated that was going to come and Mm -hmm. that was something that I needed to get guidance on because I was emotionally invested in that and I was emotionally getting affected by it so I was like I'm upset. I'm hurt. I have a lot of these emotions that are coming. And I think right now it's not going to come out nice if I say it, or it's not going to come out the way I want it to. So how should I approach this? And sometimes you do need an outside perspective because they're the ones who don't have anything involved in it. There's not investment in them at all. So they're like, just say it this way. It's that simple. And I'm like, it is that simple. But sometimes when you're the one in it, it doesn't seem that simple. No, because you're mixed up in uh, in your emotional. Well, for me, I'm like an emotional wreck. And even when I talk to in a professional environment and I talk to professional people who are in like the HR department who works, you know, closely with personalities and just try to make smooth things out. Right. Um, like human resources, they are resources for all the difficult situations. And what I've learned is to approach it with how you feel opposed to what I think like are, are opposed to, um, yeah. What, what's your, what's your thoughts? What are your thoughts about the situation? Like you can have these different scenarios in your head and you think it could play out this way. And you feel like you believe that they are doing this and this and that to you, but just, if you're in a difficult situation or you need to have a difficult conversation and say, Hey, I feel this way. You make me feel this way. And then it'd be more of a understanding like, yes. Oh, like I'm, I didn't mean to make you feel that way. It's not where other people could approach it. Well, you did this wrong and you did that wrong because they're going to feel attacked and then they're going to be defensive and then you're going to be defensive. So it's like a conflict. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, like when is the right time to have difficult conversations? Is there really a right time? I think there, there's a right time when it comes to the situation and the person, like difficult conversations are like buildups. Like I had a situation with a friend that was a buildup and I knew it was a buildup over time. I didn't realize it was coming from my actions. It was a buildup for her. So I just kind of accepted it, accepted, accepted it. And Instead of me scheduling time to have this difficult conversation, I continued to let it build up. And then it built up so much until it exploded. And it was bad after that. We never really hurt each other, just screaming at each other because we were hurt. We had hurt feelings from build up. 
So that's why it's good to know when is the best time to have difficult conversations. See, but going off of that, what happens, like, what do you think if you do have that buildup and you do have that conversation and that other person is just not ready to hear it? Like they just say, I'm not wrong, you're wrong, or I really don't care. Like they're just not trying to be on the same alignment as you when it comes to that topic or whatever it might be. If it's personal, I think you should walk away from it. And then when they're ready, if the friendship is valid, if the friendship is is important enough, that person will approach you and they will have a conversation with you. They don't care and they truly don't care. And they don't want to have the conversation. That means they don't want the, the friendship. They don't want the relationship. And that's okay. You move on. You you walk away from it. Um, and down the line, if you feel like you really have to just, you know, like get it out in the air and tell that person, then, you know, you probably find time to just send them a text or an email and say, you know, like a closure statement in a way. Like, this is how I felt. This is what you like. This is what I gained from the relationship. I, you know, I understand now that clearly it's been six a year, however many months, uh, however much time that you never kind of got back to me on what I want to talk about. So, you know, I hope, you know, you have a good life. I'm going to have one. And that's just what I wanted to say. Yeah, I think definitely that's, that's so true, especially when it comes to adult relationships, because sometimes people are in different chapters in their life and the friends that you once had yesterday could not be the same people that you have today because of a life change situation people connect as for me as adults a lot differently than we did as kids because kids you were just trying I mean for me I was just trying to be cool popular hang out with everybody I was a little social butterfly but now I'm a social butterfly I will talk to connect with everybody but my close-knit group of friends I'm so, so tight with them that our conversations that we have on a daily are so empowering that it's different. And sometimes you have to let people go because they're not on the same wavelength. They're not on the same alignment as you when it comes to your mind, because the simple phone call that we can have is having a conversation about life, but in a sense of you know, like what's going on with work? Like, how are we doing this? Like, how are you having this kind of mature adult conversation? I don't want to have a chismosa conversation. I don't want to know about the latest drama. I don't need to know that. Like, that's not my concern. So sometimes those friends, you don't want to hear that from. You're just kind of like, well, you know, you stop making those phone calls. You stop talking. And then they're kind of hurt. Like, hey, I haven't talked to you. or I haven't seen you. Well, what do you say? Like, I really don't have anything else in common with you. Is that the difficult conversation that we're talking about? Exactly. So like, that's the conversation that I'm like, how do we make those? How do you have those conversations with people who you've drifted apart from? Or do you just let the drift happen? And then if that person approaches you, be like, hey, well, let's get together. And maybe you don't get together as often as you used to. So you got to figure out the best way to to protect that relationship, because whether you want to see it or not, that person was important to you at one point in your life. And they may not be existing in your current situation where they're that phone call every day that you're making anymore, but there's still that person who was relevant to you for so long. So you don't want to just say I'm done with them, but you want to have that little, maybe the hard conversation or a small conversation. It's like, Hey, well, let's get together this day. And then 
when you don't talk for like a month and you do have that one date night or that friend night, it's a little bit different because you can have so much to talk about then. So it's not the cheese man. It's like the life that you've missed for the past month. Mm-hmm. I feel like you can have those conversations, those uncomfortable conversations, but you can also make those uncomfortable situations a lot better by making a decision in your life that may hurt you at one point, but you have to grow up and make that decision because you can either have that rude conversation saying, look, I'm tired of hearing your drama. I'm tired of hearing your bullshit. Like I'm tired of hearing all this stuff about you and you don't want to hurt them because that's the phase they're going through in their life. Whether it's with their, you're listening to them talk about a boyfriend that they're dealing with every single day. And you're like, well, that's going to be on you or, you know, a job that they don't want to quit or whatever the situation is. And you kind of hear that same story every single day. And they call you upset, crying, and you've given them advice. You've given them like opportunities to figure it out and they don't want to go with it. So how do you not get yourself invested in that? And so you have to have that hard conversation with yourself. Because sometimes that hard conversation is with yourself. It's not always yeah, somebody else. True. It's that hard yeah. conversation that's uncomfortable for yourself to say, is this friendship worth me saving? And how can I save it? How can I protect it? How can I protect myself and protect them? And that's where it's like, okay, well, maybe we talk a lot less. So we don't go out as often so that when there is a huge gap between the times we do hang out, there's so much more to talk about. And we appreciate our time together because it's a lot more of a conversation that we can have. Mm -hmm. And that's something that you have to think about because you have to have those conversations with yourself. And sometimes they're not comfortable. No, I think you have to sit within. And sometimes like going back to what you said, like, do you let the, the relationship drift away? I think it's a dance. Like it's a, it's a dance on how you approach things without hurting other feelings of someone, another person's feelings where you're just not like so harsh. You know, people, some people are harsh and just like, Hey, some people are not and can do a dance, but eventually like that person will know. Cause it's not like, oh, it's this hard conversation where I don't want to be your friend anymore, you know? Because like you said, you have the relationship. Yeah, we're friends, but we're friends from a distance if that person's never done any harm to you. But if they're not right for your life and you're not happy with them in your life, then yeah, it's time to just cut them off in a nice way. It doesn't necessarily have to be, oh, we have to sit down and have this hard conversation. It could be where, you know, let's link up for lunch uh, three weeks from now and how you're doing let's just catch up like just do it in a nice kind way it doesn't have to be you know like so intense where it's gonna hurt their feelings because they know it's like a bad relationship like a breakup right with the with like a boyfriend or a girlfriend and you're like not feeling them anymore eventually the the conversation is going to die out and you're just not going to call them anymore (laughs) Yeah. And that, that is what happens. And that's, yeah. but that's okay. Because you've had that conversation with yourself. That's like, maybe I don't need to make that phone call on my way home from work. Like I usually do. Right. So what, like, okay, I can, I can do that. Like that's it's peaceful, more peaceful for me. Right. What brings you peace? That should be something else we discuss. Uh, but yes, I, I agree. Like with everything that you said, like, Having difficult conversations, sometimes you need to have it with yourself first. Sometimes you need to let time go by and then you just have to be in like the right mindset, like and take the emotional 
piece out of it. Just recapping, I'm just thinking of, of like everything that we discussed and finding time to, and if it is, you know, the conversation, just kind of address it with how you feel and whatever, whatever that situation, whatever made that situation difficult, how you feel and why is this making you feel this way? Like maybe you both could kind of unpack a lot of that stuff to figure out what works best for this relationship. Because everyone, like a lot of people want to be happy. A lot of people in your circle needs to be very peaceful. It doesn't have any drama or you don't need to have shitty friends or have like multiple difficult conversations. Yeah, they come up once in a while, but if you catch yourself having difficult conversations all the time, then we have a problem. Yeah. Like definitely it's, it's not, yeah, it's, it's not okay. And, and maybe both you need time to just really think through it all. Like, are we, can we stop having difficult conversations? Is this going to continue or like, what is it? Yeah. I think, I think that's so important because as we get older and as people become like parents and, you know, you have kids to that's your focus. That's your priority, your family. So the less drama and outside problems that you have and you keep those friendships so valued, it makes life a lot easier. Cause like you said, everybody deserves to be happy and to be in a good place. I mean, it's not always going to be, you know, flowers and balloons and pretty, but you don't need that stress coming from relationships that are really not that important because your family is your core importance. I mean, your friendships are are very valuable because they help you stay in peace and they help you with what you need in, in life. But your family is who you have to focus on the most. And when they start making things outside of your family difficult because you have to focus on your kid and you're trying to deal with them and their situations, it makes things a lot harder. And then you become resentful and or emotional where you're having breakdowns because you hear about these problems constantly. It sometimes is just there's a lot of different aspects of it. But definitely removing emotions is a huge key to discussing any kind of difficult, uncomfortable conversation that you have, whether it's with your family, like your parents or your siblings, cousins or whatever family you want to talk about or talk to or your loved ones, you know, your partners or, and your kids, even sometimes having a difficulty conversation with your kids. Those are mm-hmm. difficult conversations that you sometimes need to have. And with those conversations, you have to try your hardest to remove the emotions so that you're not talking out of an emotional place. You're talking about where you've processed it. There's emotions involved in it a hundred percent, but you're not talking out of emotion. You're talking out of a mind that has processed everything that has come to a clear conclusion of how you feel. Because remember, this is how you feel about it. It's not, you're assuming they're going to hopefully jump on the same wagon and feel the same way, but not guaranteed. But this is how you feel about that situation. And that's a key part that you brought up. That's your emotion. That's your feelings towards it. And that's something you need to make clear when you have that conversation. I feel this way because of these reasons. Mm -hmm. Like you made me upset because you hurt my feelings when you said that I was, you know, I looked fat in that bag, like that dress, like. I'm already insecure about the way I look. I don't need it from you. Like, help me figure this out. Instead of making fun mm-hmm. of me or instead of saying those things about me, don't do that. Like, those are the conversations. 
mm-hmm. that you want to have. But yeah, I definitely think that's a key thing is removing emotions. A second yeah. thing is make sure you're ready. Yeah. Make sure you're ready to have the conversations because like we discussed earlier, like you said, if you're not ready, then don't have it. Because even if you're cornered, say, hey, I'm not ready for this conversation because you're still emotionally upset about it. And it's not going to be nice because I'm going to say something that's not going to be nice. And you don't want to hear what I have to say because I have not been able to take remote emotions out. Exactly. Yeah. Because <laughs> sometimes we can say some mean things. Our tongues can be very, very mean, especially yeah. now that we've gotten older and learned the corporate world. We know some not so nice words with that are email approved. <laughs> some sentences that we can make you know, appropriate for emails, but we could definitely turn them into something else when it's a conversation. And I think that's a key, a very strong key is to be ready to have that discussion, whatever discussion it may be. Yeah. And I also think you should think about not fighting fire with fire. Like yes. if another person is is very, like if you're ready and they're not ready, okay. Like let's, let's just take the time. Or if it's other, like, it, it could be anything, like any hard conversations, like health concerns or career changes or whatever, like transitioning to whatever change. And these conversations are difficult. And it's like, when is the right time? And I just think that going back to what you said, process your emotions, process your thoughts, process everything, sit with it, ask yourself the questions as well. Go to a friend, a professional, whatever you think is going to help you get the answer that you're looking for and kind of write it down to really explain like what you're feeling. So when you do have a conversation, it's clear. It's not scrambled thoughts. It's not over emotional. It's very clear, precise, and the next person should be able to take it in and respect it. Yeah. And I, I, I love what you just said, write it down. Cause there are some times where some people might not have the courage to actually do a conversation face-to-face. And sometimes they have to write it in the letter or write it in a conversation because it could be like a young adult who needs to have a conversation with their parents and say, Hey, like I'm pregnant or whatever the situation might be that they're not ready to face their family. And it's that difficult conversation they need to have, but you can write it down. You put all your emotions and you, you know, you put them on the side, you write it down, you say everything you need to say, because it's a lot easier to write it. And then hand that you can either hand that over, read it to them, whatever may help you to process those. Cause sometimes it's not easy to process everything and to get everything clear in your mind. So writing it down is sometimes people's outlet to be able to really process. And I love that you said that because that can be a cute, a huge key component to being able to discuss anything that they're not comfortable discussing, but they are comfortable writing it down. Right. But I think that we really did some good talks about this today and hopefully it will help somebody who is, you know, having a dilemma on how to have a discussion with whoever they're trying to have a discussion with that they've been putting off for because they are not sure how to do it. Yeah. And if anyone have any other like topics not topics I'm sorry if anyone have like any suggestions to add or help with these type of conversation like what have you done to 
get you through a difficult conversation, like let us know, contact us, write it in the notes, um, in the comments of how, cause we're all in this together, trying to grow, understand our, our own emotions and really help others get um, what they need to get in this life, like growth and maturity. And, and yeah, we're all looking for a better path, right? So let's work together and <laughs> help each other out. Yeah, we grow together because we all teach each other stuff every single day and Mm -hmm. you're never going to stop learning. And it's always a huge benefit to have people who have learned from their own experiences. Right. Right. Okay. Well, Well, good chatting with you and I will talk to you next episode. Okay. Bye. Bye. I hope you enjoyed listening to our podcast. Please share and subscribe for more episodes and follow us on social media.